friends, we are back with another episode of Bradeshwar Diaries, documenting the journey and dilemmas of a millennial parent. This is brought to you by iCafe Podcast, born with the collaboration of Tell Me Your Story and Zero Hour Entertainment. I am Koral Das Gupta, your host, and I look forward to an episode which must give me a lot of pleasure and you a lot of information. I take great pleasure in introducing our esteemed guest for today, author, columnist, mother, and an avid reader, Madhuri Banerjee. Welcome to the show, Madhuri. Hi. So, Madhuri, the first question, obviously, is what are your Bradeshwar diaries? What are your fun moments with your child? And what are the most beautiful memories you have created with your child? Well, I have a daughter. She's right. 11 years old right now. Okay. So, um, it's been quite a pleasure raising her on my own, actually. Mm. And um, so, both of us are really into reading. Mm. And um, I think uh, we like traveling. And uh, we play badminton together. Mm. And um, so we do a lot of things together. Um, so those have been the fun memories so far. Uh, <laughs> once she becomes a teenager, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> totally get that. So uh, as you said that you are an avid reader and you have got your child to read. How did you get there? Because reading today has taken a completely downward toll. Completely. Uh, you know, today is a digital um, era. Everybody mm. is on their phone, on their iPad or some device. So um, reading has become very difficult for them as such. Mm. For me, I've always been an avid reader since I was um, a young girl. Mm. So my parents got me into reading very early. So when my child was very young, I was be I was reading um, books to her or stories to her. I was uh, actually when I was pregnant, even uh, even if that matters, I was bedridden. So mm. therefore, I read about twenty books in those God knows how many weeks when mm. I was bedridden. So I think from from there itself, reading has been a part of mine and my daughter's life. Mm. So I remember, you know, when you are supposed to be. 40 days at home, you know, and then the first day that I could go out actually mm. from out of the house. So I went to crossword mm. with my child, you mm -hmm. know, in a little buggy and I kept her there and I picked up some books and my cup of coffee and I read. Mm -hmm. So that was my first memory of going out with my child. Mm -hmm. So um, reading is something that both of us do even when we are at home or when we're traveling, um, I buy books for her from bookstores um, across different cities, but also from the airport. Mm. So wherever most airports have bookstores. Absolutely. So I always go to the, instead of like, you know, a coffee or eating something, I always say, okay, fine, we have 10 minutes. Let's go to the bookstore mm -hmm. and pick up one book from there. Mm. Because at least on a flight, you know, or on a train or wherever that you're traveling, um, there is possibility that you will not have Wi-Fi and you, yeah. don't, you don't need to use your device Correct. for those two hours. So, but we have a book. Mm. So, you know, you can pick up any book from a bookstore at, well, before you travel. Mm. And that's how they get to read a little bit more. Or you True. say that, um, you know, let's pick up even a picture book mm -hmm. so that I can read it to you. You know, mm -hmm. if, it, if the child is smaller. So from there, the habit has come about. Mm. for us to be picking up books and reading a lot more. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I was um, small, I mean, my parents used to tell me a lot of stories. My father is a great storyteller. Mm -hmm. He loved telling me ghost stories, which okay. I still 
tell to small kids mm. and scare them <laughs> so i have two nephews and uh, this daughter of mine so i love telling them ghost stories but most of all i love telling them mythological stories as well Correct. right so india is filled with such great mythology right absolutely so i mean uh, i'm I, i know i was eating one day okay and um, i said jinam jinam vatapi jinam mm-hmm. okay and she's like what is that <laughs> okay i mean obviously the so she's like i said have you heard of sage agastya mm. okay uh, have you heard of the rakshas vatapi she's like no <laughs> i heard of avengers okay <laughs> <laughs> something we are battling with right now yeah so so then i told her what the story was mm. of how sage agastya um actually killed the rakshas vatapi mm-hmm. um by eating him mm-hmm. and uh, because he said digest digest vatapi digest mm-hmm. the rakshas digested within him mm-hmm. so and and she was like okay what are the other stories mm-hmm. so then i got her a book mm-hmm. and i said why don't you read this and you tell me some stories mm-hmm. so um brilliant way to do it yeah so and i think there are a lot of books that are also um you know been made into films yeah so there's sherlock there's harry potter you mm. know there's a lot of you know john green's books as well yeah. i i presume so it begins from there mm. you know so um i remember i know this is very old but i told her vikram and betal story right i said um Oh my god you are like nagging me like you are a betal okay because <laughs> she was going on and on about yeah. can i use the ipad can i use the ipad <laughs> so i was like oh my god don't be a betal in my life so she's like what is that okay <laughs> so i said haven't you heard the story of vikram and betal hmm. so um so she said what is the story so i began with just the part of a story plant okay. the reference and then get and them then to I ask say, questions and then i say you know i don't remember it so well but let me get you the book on it mm. so you read it and maybe you can remind me yeah so that's what actually happened with her reading habit because i put up these small stories that were there and then she began reading it and we discussed a lot more stories superb now the next question that comes uh, is something related to what you just said your child is 11 year old i don't know whether this applied to you but in general i would ask you it's my problem <laughs> which for which i seek yeah, a solution you know uh, reading has not remained a peer driven exercise any longer when my child goes to school they don't discuss books the uh, the children in his class they are not talking about books which was not the case when we were we were small not everybody read but we still had a group of readers some of us were reading and then some of us were exchanging books and then some of some of us back then in calcutta were discussing what to buy in boimela so these things were happening right now they are not talking about those things they are talking about more activity led learning which is like swimming and stuff or they are talking about music maybe uh, some of them do but i have spoken to many mothers even in schools and they are not looking at 
reading as a skill development exercise. So you are the only reference point to your child when it comes to reading. What do you do then? But I don't think you are the only reference point. They are reading actually mm-hmm. quite a bit. But they are reading things according to what interests them. Mm-hmm. So you'd be surprised of the articles that they're reading or the non-fiction stuff that they are reading. Mm-hmm. So um, it's I think it gets boring for a child to read a book if the parent is not reading a book, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or if a parent is reading a fiction book, then the child will read a fiction book. Mm-hmm. But they are getting a lot of knowledge. Mm. They are not dumb at all. Absolutely. And they are very smart kids. And it's a very bright generation that is there. So I think as mothers or as parents, we need to inculcate the reading of what interests them. So... It should not be key, why haven't you read Enid Blyton? Why haven't you read um, Famous Five books? Mm. Because those are boring. They don't have the relevance in today's time at all. Mm. You know, the classics don't hold any value to them. Mm. Maybe going later on when they're 40 years old, they will get to the classics. Probably when they appreciate language and literature. Absolutely. As a subject. Absolutely. So what we should do is inculcate what would be interested in their reading. So Mm. suppose the child is interested in music. So you should just um, talk about the Rolling Stones, for Mm. example. So, you know, what is the music that he listens to? Where did it come from? Mm. How did it originate? Um, What are the instruments that are used? Um, How many people are needed in a band? So when you ask the questions, they will go back and read that stuff that is relevant for them as well. Um, They will read articles on science if they have to. So if you talk about, um, you know, what is relevant to you, Mm. um, you pick out articles and you send it to them. I mean, everybody, I think, nowadays is on WhatsApp or, you know, emails with their children. So I would suggest for the mothers or the fathers that you find an interesting article, send it to your child, email Mm. them, use the technology instead of banning the technology. So instead of saying, oh my God, how much screen time do you have today? You know, say, hey, I sent that to you. Have you been, have you had a chance to go through it? So he'll read the article. Mm. You know, you should discuss that article with, say, your partner or, you know, a friend in front of this child. Right. So the child will feel, hey, I'm being left out of this conversation. Maybe I should go read that article, you know. Super. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Children today, it's all about exclusion, right? How can they be involved in everything Mm. and not be excluded, Mm. right? How can they not be alienated from things? And things that are relevant to them, they should not be alienated from. Mm. So make the peer group that is there um, talk about relevant things. So if he is into, say, sports, Mm. so talk about interesting things that are happening in sports. Who's um, who's the man who's the fastest on the planet right now? Who's the woman who did that? Okay. They will go back and read the relevant article themselves mm. because they know how to Google. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the next question is about the grown-up kids. Most of the grown-ups right now, the adults, they don't read because there's no time or they're not interested. Right. In that case, given that reading is not something that brings 
immediate bread and butter or reading is not something that gives you the happiness of a disco it's an intellectual uh, happiness or a web series yeah exactly or a film exactly so i mean what i feel is that when you watch a film you get every kind of clue when you read you see it with your mind's eye not everybody understands or even have any appreciation of that so in such cases when you have to deal with uh, grown up kids many of whom are very much there in our society very uh, very much present how do we deal with that kind of a generation where they are not reading themselves so the grown up kids are you talking about say 11th 12th graders who no, are like say teenagers i'm talking about our age okay so these forties fifties okay they don't read then obviously if our children don't watch us reading they don't get the right stimulus from us right correct so they would probably try to do what we do which is constantly tip tap tip tap over mobile correct right correct how do we the ones who don't read develop that habit for the sake of the sake of our children given the point that there is a time constraint so i just feel that um everybody keeps talking about this time constraint but really you do have 15 minutes for the child mm. right because the child does not find you fascinating at all <laughs> let me like break that bubble right now Absolutely. so if the child is like even spending 15 minutes with you instead of you hammering about what did you do today who were your friends what did you you know like all the quest regular questions mm. i would suggest that you pick up any book that you choose whether it's fiction or non fiction and sit with the child mm. so most often i sit with my child and i have my father also sitting and we all like sit in one room reading a book absolutely that we have to because children will emulate what you do So if they don't see you reading a book they're not going to read a book. Absolutely. Right? So if you're on the phone they're going to be on the phone as well. So I feel that there are enough topics or subjects that you can pick up a book on. Mm-hmm. Nobody is asking you to finish a certain number of books every year. You know. So um it is completely up to you whether you want to read one book the whole year long. But take that time you know and even if you are struggling with the book i think grown up should be able to say to each other ki oh my god this is a boring book what do you think i should do should i leave the book or should i go ahead with it hmm. it starts a dialogue with yeah. your child right so the child will be like continue it so you know the you if they okay fine i've continued this is what the is happening now or even discuss what the story is say the girl did this now, or maybe divide the job I read a little one page and you read one page we both read aloud something like that that we can like think about doing together as a form of reading but it's just like uh, your diet your exercise your sports whatever that you choose your child will also choose right. that so you know, if he sees you getting up every day in the morning and running chances are that he's going to be more active in his life as yeah. well you know so i would suggest for a lot of people to just uh, not think that they have only 15 minutes in a day i read actually 42 books last year because i gave myself a challenge of mm. reading a book a week mm. so i've read 52 but 42 i completed okay um the rest of the 10 i decided that life is too short i cannot go <laughs> this is such a bad book <laughs> so i let it go and i gave a challenge to my daughter as well saying that Uh, I'm going to read a book a week. Now you tell me whether you can up that or not, mm. and I will give you a prize at the end of it. 
she read 75 books oh my god that's quite a number yeah so um so clearly now i have to buy her a present <laughs> but you know what the thing is her her present is to go to a bookstore and buy more books so it's uh, lovely to to so she's pretty well versed in spending her time reading mm. rather than doing other things super another suggestion for children to read more books is to pay them so um i know it's a very you told wrong, me about this please it's a very wrong thing yes um <laughs> no whatever works is not wrong so it's like okay um i'll give you 100 bucks for the first 20 books that you read mm. after that i'll double it mm. and if you read beyond say 60 books in a year i'll give you 500 bucks per book that you read mm. okay so you have a number so children today uh, and parents True. and whoever we are chasing a number uh, you know a number to lose weight a number for earning money a number for like running whatever we we chase numbers right mm. so children also chase numbers this is a great way you know instead of like saying i'm going to be you know uh, what is the percentage that you got in school mm. chase money with this number so if i say okay fine i have read the first 10 books for 100 rupees each they'll quickly read those 10 books because Absolutely. 10 to 20 if you say 200 rupees per book they will read that because that money is important to them they're earning that money and by doing something that they love yeah so it could be any book you know but uh, they can't just turn around and say hey i finished reading the book so you have to ask them who is the protagonist what was the story what is the big twist and what did you feel after you finished reading the book mm. did it move you was it a thriller why did you pick the genre have the conversation as well so True. that you know that you he's actually read the book and not gone on goodreads and seen a review <laughs> of it <laughs> those are smart children you oh, know oh yes <laughs> finally madhuri this is not about children or adults or anybody in in um, specific this is in general that you are an author with many books to your credit how do you think stories in general impact minds of individuals i think stories are the only things that impact people nowadays even when you go for pitches and you speak to different people it's your personal story it's a story that's around you it's from mythology it's from religion um it's from your friends lives stories are the things that are impacting us all around so mm-hmm. i just feel that um the more we discuss stories the better it is for a whole society because they're developing and they're evolving as people right um i tell stories all the time i mean not just through books but through um having long conversations and like um with my nephews and my child mm. so i'll tell them ghost stories to keep them entertained um sometimes so that they can finish their dinner because they're too bored <laughs> <laughs> um i tell stories about um my family you know you the thing is that when you tell stories to each other that's how you relate to each other as a community yeah. as a you know as friends as um groups so stories is something that we must keep on telling to each other and in fact there are now courses professional courses on storytelling on how yeah, to build course. a story 
you a know a few of them i have also done so <laughs> yeah so like how do you even tell a story nowadays yeah so it, it is a major going to be a major part of 2020 and yeah. this entire decade true that yeah okay madhuri i have got quite some uh, inputs from you and i'll just summarize those and you are free to uh, cut me in between and correct me if i am going wrong number 1 plant the reference in the child's mind and get them to ask questions number 2 let them read what interests them find their interest areas number 3 ask the right question which get them to read more to find their answers number 4 use technology instead of banning it and send them reading materials number 5 discuss things before them whatever you want them to know number 6 divide the reading exercise between you and your child Number seven, plan rewards, preferably the measurable ones. Um, number seven, buy books at bookstores. Uh, number eight, airport. buy books at bookstores together. And airports. And uh, airports. Yeah. And um, number nine, tell mythological stories. Um, so that and buy mythological books. So whether it is Amar Chitra Katha, or Vikram and Vital. or whether it is any of the stuff from our past history let them start reading that because at least with photos a story comes out absolutely and from the story that is something the then, imagination develops yes and then they will discuss that with their peer group as well so when you have peers talking about the same thing mm. then reading will become a habit true that Thank you so much Madhuri this was Thank a you. great discussion and I loved talking to you. Thank you so much Madhuri. Friends that was the ravishing Madhuri Banerjee speaking to us for British Fair Diaries. Dear listeners please do reach out to us with your thoughts on hello at icafepodcasts.com if there is something significant that you have to share which benefits our audience we will invite you to speak on our show. British Fair Diaries is brought to you by iCafe Podcast. Please subscribe to www.icafepodcasts.com or hear us on all other audio apps. Stay tuned with us. We are bringing this on iCafe Podcast.